Hi, I'm Karen. <laughs> you switched it up on me, so now I'm going to have to say the Crash Test Mummies. <laughs> I did. Right, you go first. Hi, I'm Alexi. And I'm Karen. And this is the Crash Test Mummies Podcast. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome back to the Crash Test Mummies podcast and today we are going to be talking about relationships after children. So how is it between you and your partner now after you've had children compared to what it was like beforehand? Lexi. Yes, hello everyone. I'm so excited to be here. I have been wanting to do this topic since day one because I think it is one of the most important topics that women talk about around a coffee table because it's just so frustrating being a wife and a mother or a partner and a mother, being in a partnership with someone after having kids versus the relationship you had before having kids. And that's why we're talking about it today. I think the main reason why we talk about it is because I don't think anyone really considers what your relationship is going to be like after you have kids. Because, you know, when you decide to have kids or whether they were a surprise, like each of mine were, I'll make sure that I say surprise and not mistake. Um, then you you think about the baby and how cute it's going to be and how wonderful everything's going to be when you're having your family. But what you forget is what is how different the dynamic is going to be when you become parents rather than just partners. Yeah. I was going to say lovers, but I hate the word lovers, but you know what I mean. I almost just started singing the Taylor Swift song, so. <laughs> but no, I think I think as well, people decide to have kids when they're at like the peak of their relationship and they're like, oh, this is just going to make everything even better, you know? And then yeah. you have the baby and on social media, it's all that he's the best dad ever. We're the, this is the happiest we've ever been. This edition, like it was, it's like a puzzle piece, the perfect match to our puzzle. This is the happiest I've ever been. And I think that all those things are true in a way, because when you have kids, it is the most amazing thing ever. And it is so awesome. Like watching your partner become a father or a mother or whatever, but you can't discredit and people don't talk about on social media the hard parts, you know, like getting up with the baby in the middle of the night, feeling like you're doing all the work or your husband feeling like he's lost his partner because you became a mother. You know, there's all these intricate relationships that aren't discussed that have such a huge impact on a marriage or on a relationship at all. Yeah, I totally agree because um, I think when your partner witnesses you giving birth, that's like the next level sharing, isn't it? Because it's like a serious, um, I don't even know how to describe it. Like it is um, bringing them up to a level that no one has ever seen before mm. in your relationship or out of it. Um and when they've seen that, they can't unsee that. Yeah. But I was actually really scared that, you know, Chris would love me less after seeing the disgusting yet joyful, confusing, <laughs> messy thing that is labor. But I actually was surprised at how much admiration he seemed to have for me. He was like so proud that 
you know, I'd done it. And every time is the same. So it's like three times, not just like, well, you've had one. So the next one's a breeze. Yeah. But um, every time he's been like, you rock. And I love that. But um, yeah, I think that <laughs> you, once they've gone through that, there's no turning back. And then your relationship is like locked in, like, right we have to, we have to do this together mm-hmm. and you take each other for granted. Like, so you can get annoyed at them so much easier, I think. So like, that's what I'm trying to say is that like you, you pass into this familiarity that you didn't have before, but then it may, it sort of makes it easier to snap at them or treat them a little less respectful does that make make yeah, sense yeah absolutely but i think it's also like you guys are tired and you're bickering about the little things because they're not getting done and you know like the house isn't perfectly clean whereas a week ago it might have been but now there's a new responsibility that neither one of you had accounted for the impact of that little tiny responsibility and how much of an impact it would make on everything else um and like as well i don't know It's so hard. Marriage after babies. Like I look back at pictures of Adam and I before we had kids and we look so young. It's like all in the eyes, you know, and we're like kissing each other (laughs) and like looking at each other like so romantically. And now I'm like, oh, (laughs) like what happened? (laughs) Now I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, and like Adam comes to kiss me and I'm like, no, not today. (laughs) Like no, Not not in the mood for that. And I just like, it is sad because there's not a piece of me that doesn't still love him. I definitely think that I love him in a different way and I appreciate him in a different way. But like when you have babies, I know the honeymoon phase can go way before that, but the honeymoon phase is like so far gone. Once you have a baby, like (laughs) the whole dynamic just switches. Unless that's just me and Adam, but I feel like it can't be. (laughs) So yeah, I think that you made a really interesting point there where – you were talking about the way that we look because physically we do change even if um even if it's not in a bad way like i'm not saying that you change physically in a negative way but you do your body changes and that has serious or significant impacts on your relationships because you become self-conscious so well, this is me talking. Maybe maybe some people no, don't. No, I think everyone does. I think everyone has a baby and whether they look any different or not, and I guess but you feel different and you maybe you do look different, but I think it's beautiful and I'm sure your husband does, but yeah, it's not just you kind of brand. Yeah, I think <laughs> thanks. Um, you know, physically you may uh put on weight, but not even just that. Like the fact that you um are different because you've grown a baby and mm-hmm. you know that stretches your body in lots of different ways but also physically you might not have time to look as nice as you used to like I don't have time a lot of days to put on a bra <laughs> or to wash my hair like mm-hmm. Chris and I said the other day about showering like mm-hmm. we have to find this tiny little blip of time where we can have showers and you know sometimes it's quite a challenge yeah and there's definitely like no time to shave oh <laughs> you know right. like yeah I have like yeah. once a month where I'm like okay it's time <laughs> I have yeah. to make time for this but like the rest of the time like oh it's not that bad but like yeah. it's time it's definitely time yeah that's so true <laughs> and then emotionally we've got um in the first phase after kids you've got the hormones sort of post 
baby, yeah, hormones. Some people struggle with PND. Is that what it's called in the US as well? PPV, postpartum. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it just, it, it it's a different relationship all of a sudden between you and your partner because you, beca- you are different. Mm-hmm. But no, I think that you, again, you just said a really good point and now I have to remember what it is. Hold on. When you become a parent, like the second that baby is handed to you, I think as a mom, and I, to be honest, I don't think it's quite the same for a dad, but I think as a mom, the second you get handed that baby, everything changes. Like the way you think about the world, the way you think about politics, like every single aspect, at least for me personally, everything changed. And I think no, that, totally. like for Adam and I, you know, I went from just being like a carefree party girl pretty much to mm-hmm. like now I'm like a holistic oil using, you know, I don't use antibiotics, vegan. And Adam's like, who are you? And I'm like, <laughs> I, I, um, I don't know. Like I just, I'm a mom and all these things change and I don't know like the progression or how it happened. But for me, it was a natural progression. I held the baby in my arms and I was like, I want to be the best version of myself and I have to be. And I think that it happened. And then, you know, I guess in a way you are different than the person that your partner was with originally or married, but you, it's that the, the hard part is growing together instead of growing mm-hmm. apart. Yes. Um, and yeah, I think that what you were talking about there is right about priorities. Your priorities completely change. And when you're looking at this new life ahead of you from the outside, you think, I'm never going to be that person who has a minivan or I'm never going to be the person who gives up my weekends to take the kids to uh, sports clubs or uh, like screen time. Like I'm not going to ever use screen time because it's bad. And then like when you're on this side of it, you're like, get real. Like, yeah, (laughs) you have to do what's easiest for you. Mm -hmm. And as always with our podcast, there's no judging anyone because, you know, we're probably guilty of all the things that you could be judged on anyway. But I think that, um, yeah, you become a parent. But what I don't like is this idea culturally that when you do become a parent, you become boring. I think that you have to work at it, but you can have a successful, healthy romantic relationship post kids but it doesn't come as easy as it did before because you have to make time you Mm -hmm. know like like really make time yeah exactly and you know this idea of of date nights I mean to be honest Chris and I never went on dates beforehand I think he took me on a date once in um in Brazil to an all you can eat meat buffet which Stop is not it. exactly the most romantic place and I'm not kidding he legit started seeing spots in his eyes because he'd eaten too much meat so <laughs> I can imagine the bedroom was fun that night <laughs> <laughs> ever so romantic but um yeah like I think in America particularly you know like a lot of my friends after kids like specifically allocate uh, an evening where they will go on a date and spend time together, but we don't do that, and we can't because we don't have grandparents nearby to babysit or anything. Plus, I don't know what we would do. <laughs> no, but see, like I, Adam and I don't really do the date night thing. One because we don't have the money, because all of our money is like funneled into our life and our kids. 
another yeah. fun parenting thing. But when yeah. we do do date nights, like we try to do them for birthdays and every once in a while, like for me, I miss Adam. And like, I feel like mm. half of the strains in my relationship are because I feel like so disconnected from him because it's like almost like he's a roommate and not my husband anymore because we have just so much going on. Not any fault of either of ours, but I cherish date nights because it's the one night where I get to sit across the table and look him in the eye and have an adult conversation without being exhausted and without kids pulling at me, wanting me to feed them, wanting me to cut up their food. And we get to talk about things that we don't have the time or the energy to talk about anywhere else. I don't even care if we go to McDonald's, you know, like it's not about being a fancy thing. It's just about just having that space without the kids to just be together, which never happens. Exactly. And I like, I do, I just miss Adam as a person. And I feel mm. like we're like right now I'm in a, I'm in a, a place right now where I do, I feel very disconnected from him and it's hard. And I think in marriage after babies, you go with ebbs, the ebbs and the flows come and sometimes you're really doing great and then other times, like the, the stresses of life, the financial stresses, the stresses of Christmas, the stresses of, you know, having kids and the dogs and the responsibility and just all of that builds up so much that you guys just slowly drift apart. And it's so important to find a way to connect, whatever that is for you. Yeah. Chris and I are lucky that we work together. And so maybe five or six times a year we get to go away to a hotel uh for a night without the kids and that's so that's better than any date night <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah I mean we have to go to events and stuff but it is um you know we get we get our own time as well and I think that uh it's just nice to even be on the train together and sit in silence, silence. without you know worrying about a child running to the toilet or like you know annoying someone else around us and yeah I think you do take it for granted just not having noise in mm -hmm. invading your every waking minute mm -hmm. and just like for me like when Adam and I met we were he was in England I was in America he was in the military so he was away a lot and our relationship was built solely on communication there was no sex there was nothing else it was just us like really getting to know each other and I think mm. that's why after having kids it was so hard because our communication just stopped because well first of all you know I had postpartum depression so I kind of stopped communication myself because I just didn't I couldn't function properly but also it's like with both of us, with work and jobs and everything else. And now we live together, you know, which we hadn't before, but he was still at work every day. And by the time he got home from work, I was tired and cranky. And even now he gets home from work, the kids are like in bed and I'm tired and cranky and I want to go to bed. And I just mm. like, I just miss chatting. Yeah, I know. Or just being together. Like, yeah, like I want to crystal. Yeah. And at the same time, sometimes I feel just so overstimulated by the kids that I don't want touch. And it's this fight in my mind that I'm like, gosh, I really just want you to hold me, but also just don't touch me because I'm tired <laughs> of being touched today. I feel like yeah. I put so much pressure on Adam, but really like I'm the guilty party because I can be so hot and cold. <laughs> yeah. I think that I feel similar to you, but I also feel wife guilt as I do like mum guilt so like I I'll know that Chris wants to spend the evening with me um and like in the summertime we have a really nice patio area up at the back of our garden 
and one night, actually more than one night, on a few occasions, he went out and he lit all the candles and he set up all the lights so that we could just like sit outside. And um, in the morning, he'd say, yeah, I set all that up and I came in to find you and you were already asleep. (laughs) And I felt really bad because like... I love that because he's trying, you know, to make some time for us. But I was so freaking tired that I just wanted to go to bed and just mm-hmm. or like I'll fall asleep with the kids um, or like, you know, they'll all be bundled into our bed and he'll prepare a romantic thing, up, you know, at the back of the garden. And um, I'll find him sleeping in winter's bottom bunk bed because <laughs> I'm falling asleep with with all of our kids. And it is yeah, like even watching TV. um, I remember Chris's sister, before we had kids, Chris's sister said um, that they never have time to watch TV anymore because they just um, have to prepare the lunches, the yeah. washing, you know. And Clean up Chris from and I dinner. Like, yeah, exactly. We were like, well, that's, I don't know why you don't have time. Like there's so many, so much time in the evening. So this must be, you know, you being dramatic, but literally no time anymore uh, like by the time we finished our chores, it's like 10, 10 30 and it's time for bed. Yeah. I, I, I rarely make it past nine 30. And then like you said, sometimes I fall asleep with the kids in the bed and I wake up to like 8 million texts from Adam. Like, hello, hello. Are you coming down? Are you coming down? And then he's like, are you serious? And then <laughs> I wake up. I'm like, Oh crap. I'm so sorry. Cause that nighttime, even if it's just an hour, it's so important mm. to have just that hour. Even if we sit on the couch and watch TV, just to be close to each other, like to like, yeah. Even if it's three words, you know, most of the time I don't even get to hear about Adam's day. He gets home, the kids are like ready for bed. I have to put the kids to bed. Then we have dinner in the nights that he comes home in time for dinner. It's like we, he has dinner. He wants to play with the kids before they go to bed. And yeah. you know, it's not like he walks, it's not like in the movies where he walks in. I'm like, Hey babe, how was work? <laughs> how, like are we used to love cooking together. That was one thing. Like we would go to the grocery store, pick out food together. It was so fun. It was my favorite thing. And then we would cook like a banging meal together. And mm. it's like, that's just hilarious now because <laughs> yeah, not only would we have to drag two kids to the grocery store, which would be miserable, but then trying to cook <laughs> without one of us, like trying to entertain the kid. It just, it's laughable. Like the things that were so important to my relationship before kids could never even happen now, which is why relationships after kids are so difficult and it's so easy (laughs) to like resent each other, but it's not about each other. It's more like just being tired and not having the time and missing each other and not knowing how to express that without just feeling angry. Yeah. And I think it's so easy to miss each other, even although you're around each other all the time, like Chris and I work together at home so we are at home together all the time and yet weeks can go by and I feel like I haven't seen him. Yeah, that's exactly. I said to Adam, like I said early on the podcast, I was like, I some days I feel like we're just roommates because mm. I just see you and I, we pass each other. Like you're gone in the morning before I wake up and then you get home at night and an hour later we go to bed. Like I just yeah. miss, I miss, I got to go get my kids. Hold on. <laughs> Genuinely, we should save these bits of us having conversations with our kids and just make a whole episode of (laughs) bribery. Like, stop talking. I will give you anything you want. It would be so funny because parents, then parents would really be like, oh gosh, I'm not the only one. (laughs) Yeah. One of the, um, one of the dangers I think that we have been describing is that you just 
get into a routine, into habits where you're so busy that you don't see each other and you end up talking to each other through your kids and you call each other mommy and daddy, but you forget the real person and how your relationship used to be or just that you don't have an adult relationship. You have Mm -hmm. your roles in the family. So do you have any tips that you think our listeners would find helpful if they feel like this anytime has anything worked for you where you've because we're aware of the situation you know what have you done to be proactive in trying to prevent it I don't know Karen honestly (laughs) can I ask you yeah like I said like we're in the thick of it I have no advice Mm. yeah I'm like we are struggling um I guess (laughs) Yeah, this is me talking totally candidly, but we, I, my marriage is tough. Like we have to work so hard every day to, to get by and it's hard. But at the end of the day, for me, I have to remember that, and this is the genuine truth. Like I really wouldn't want to be with anyone else. And even if I was with someone else, I have to realize that it's, we're, the kids are still there. The kids will always be there and we made them together. And that's so special. And it's finding that reason that you married them. Like for me, no one will make me laugh as much as Adam ever. And so when he does make me laugh, I just, I'm like, that's why I married you. And that's why I love you. And it's getting back to the basics, which I think every podcast ends with us saying, go back to the basics, (laughs) but it's getting back to the basics of your marriage, finding the time, pay, you know, save the money instead of getting a subscription to, you know, something you don't necessarily need every month, save $20 or I guess probably more like $40 so you can pay a babysitter or find your friends. Like I have so many good friends here who I know if I was like, I need a date night tonight, they would take the kids and I wouldn't even feel guilty about it. It's all, you have, you have to find the time for your marriage. Your marriage, like we say about yourself should in a way come first um, because it's important for your kids. Like my biggest thing is we do, I don't want to fight in front of the kids. I don't want our kids to ever see us fighting. Like seeing my parents growing up, they were so happy. And I think that that has really helped me with my marriage and never wanting to give up and always wanting to put Adam as a priority and remembering why you married your husband or why you're with your partner and really sitting down and finding the things that you love about them. Because yes, we change, but the people that we are, the person that you married is still there. And if anything, just do something special for them. You know, write them a random card and say, I love you or do a Kristen and like do a little romantic evening at the house. It doesn't have to be going out, but um, it's just finding that reason that you love them and making a point to tell them that that's why I, I love you so much. And thank you for being a great father. And thank you for putting our kids first. Like, I really appreciate that. But can we also like put ourselves first for one night you know yeah <laughs> yeah yeah exactly thank you for putting up with me when I am yeah like mumzilla yeah I have to apologize <laughs> to Adam on a regular basis like I'm so sorry I'm just so tired yeah. and like I'm feeling like a, such a bad mom this week and you want that person there like it, you're yeah. it, he you know he or she is there because they want to support you it's just helping them. I think with men, especially sometimes you have to lay it out there. Like that's what my girlfriends and I always talk about. We have to tell them what we want. Like Mm -hmm. if you want a date night, he might want a date night too, but he's not probably not going to just be like, Hmm, 
I think yeah. she. I think she's thinking she wants a date night. Like maybe I'll plan something special. Either go book a restaurant, book a babysitter, and say, "Hey, by the way, we're going out. <laughs> it's not an option." Yeah. Or you just say, "Hey, babe, I'm really tired, and I'm really feeling stressed with the kids and with being at home, and I want to get out of the house. Let's just take a day and go somewhere." You know. Mm-hmm. And I also think, sorry, I'm doing it again, but I also really think one of the biggest things for Adam and I is getting out of the house and doing really fun things with the kids at the weekends. And like the family days, like the really fun family days, we're always tired and we're like, oh, I don't want to do anything. But then when we do it, we like look at each other and we're like, that was so fun. Like being a parent is so fun and look how happy all of us are. And like, there was no issues today. Oh, that was great. And then I'm like watching him being a dad is like my favorite thing in the world. So that's also a great way to just break up the monotony of having those rough times, you know? Yeah, you can definitely get cabin fever when you're in and like yeah, it's it's making the effort. I think what we've what we've said throughout this podcast is just is, is putting the effort in like even if you don't feel like you can be bothered, even if you've had a rough night, getting out, having some fresh air is always a better option than sort of getting at each other's throats mm-hmm. at home. So, um, yeah. What's your I advice? I was going to, um, what is my advice? No, I, I think that it's just so important to, um, be present at all times, be aware of, be aware of the situation and I often I'm often not um giving enough attention of my attention to the situation so like you said about you know going out I think that if you're fully in the moment it's better for everyone but also if you are aware that you're um you and your husband or your partner are missing each other then you need to be able to give time to that but also you know if you are around the kids it's not like you can't be Chris and Karen whilst they're there you know mm-hmm. um, if anything think, it's better to like yeah be each other and make each other laugh and be silly and like that's what your kids want to see yeah so I think that than the- just mom and dad they want to see what like a real good marriage should look like you know? Yes, I think that the one of the dangers, like I said earlier, one of the worst things you could do is talk to each other through your kids, mm-hmm. because then you're you're talking like, do you know what I mean by that? Like you yeah, say, like, like tell, yeah, um, what's mummy doing? Go ask mummy. Go ask yeah. daddy. Go ask your daddy what he thinks. You know, or yeah, go show daddy. Exactly. Yeah. I, hey, daddy, what are you doing in there? Why aren't you out here helping me with the kids? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, that is that's that is important to speak to each other and also be honest. Like it, no one's perfect. And if you're going through a difficult time, be honest about it. Everyone does. It's better to say, look, we need to spend some quality time together because this is, you know, affecting our relationship. Then do it because mm-hmm. the longer you go without communication, like proper communication, then the more damage it could be doing to your relationship, I think. And I, I think a lot of people break up because they haven't expressed how they felt until it's too late. And then, you know, there's so much the, to go the damage through. Has been done. Yeah. Like you can't go back two years of 
struggling and fix all of it. Like, yeah, it can feel so disparaging. And, you know, I think it's also one more little thing. I think it's again, back to basics, but like the little things. sometimes Adam writes me a note in the morning, like you're such a great mom. Thanks for doing X, Y, and Z. And it makes me feel so heard. And like that tiny little thing means so much to me, you know, or like when he comes home and he's brought home something that they had, like a coffee, a, a nice coffee from work for me. Or like he goes yeah. out in the morning and he gets a Starbucks, you know, just, or even like when he lets me sleep in, in the mornings and he gets up with the kids. And then this as well, when you think, when you're sitting there feeling like your marriage is sucking and you're going through all the reasons why, you have to remember that your partner is probably sitting thinking the exact same thing and probably feeling just as hurt as you are. And you have to consider the way that you're making them feel as well. Because I know it's always, for me at least, I, I make myself a victim a lot. But I'm also mm -hmm. definitely a perpetrator and I have my, my I have my role as well. So I think um, something that came into my mind when you were talking there is uh, is important not to be resentful is important. And this actually um, this applies to a relationship generally anyway, but don't hold things as ammunition to get back at people at your partner later I think that the way that you are with your kids the way that you parent you have to be on the same page because that can cause tension um like Chris and I went through a phase where um it was like good cop bad cop and that the kids would come to me like almost telling on Chris because he disciplined them for uh, for something and they would hope that I would be easy on them and I realized that if I did side with the kids then that was going to be um, that was going to cause tension between me and Chris. So it's really important to be on the same page and agree mm -hmm. on how you, you are both going to take on the task of parenting. Yeah. And I think that's a conversation that most pe people don't have before having kids that they should have. Yeah. And like Adam and I just got in a fight before he just, he went out to get a car battery for my car. We got in a fight and he just came in and he had got me a Starbucks coffee and he gave me a kiss and it's like those Aww. little things. That's what I'm like. Yes, my marriage is hard. And some days I cry. But it's being able to say at the end of every day, I love you despite what's going on. Because a lot of this is out of our control. We're both doing the best that we can right now mm -hmm. with the circumstance we have. Instead of holding each other accountable for not doing this and not doing that. It's about meeting each other where you are and lifting each other up. Which it can be so hard because you're so tired. But like, that's what you have to do. Like, that's what you signed up for when you made those vows or when you decided to have a baby together. Like, that's a big, you know, it's a huge thing. And yeah, it's hard. But for me, at least, I've found it to be worth it to just fight through the hard times. Yeah, exactly. We are pretty um, lucky to be in relationships that are still going strong. But I think that people need to hear that it's not always breezy and you have to work for it. No, it's not breezy. Like 90% <laughs> of the time, it's not breezy. So all these people, like yesterday, I showed Adam a picture on social media. I was like, oh my gosh, look how pretty she looks and how, you know, they just look so put together for having six kids. And he's like, it's Instagram. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. 
just be happy for what you have and thankful for what you have and don't compare to the stuff you see because nobody knows what's going on behind closed doors. Exactly. Think about the way you act out in public versus the way you act behind closed doors. That's how everyone is doing it. (laughs) Okay. One last thing before we end this one, and I know that we're going kind of late, but I feel like it would be not right to not talk about intimate relationships after having children because your sex life 150% changes once you have a baby, whether that's, you know, because it becomes painful and it's hard for you, or you have more stamina in the bedroom and he doesn't want to, or you want to, and he doesn't want to. I think it's like important to talk about because when I'm talking to my friends, that's definitely, hi, Chris, (laughs) that's definitely (laughs) something that comes up fairly often for us. Yeah, I think so. I think that the time element is a huge issue. Um, when are you supposed to have some private time? Yeah, when without, without kids in the bed. Without kids in the bed, exactly. Like, that's... Chris is here sort of like agreeing. I can see his face. <laughs> yeah, and like for us, one time, this was really recent. We were like, we never have the time. It's really hard for us to find those moments. And we found a moment... And we had sex and we turned around and Hudson was standing at the door. Oh my gosh. I know. What do you do in that? Oh situation? my gosh, it was terrifying. I mean, thank God the like the blankets were there, but we haven't done it since because I'm scarred. I'm like, yeah. I I I I don't know. <laughs> we have like yeah. I'm afraid to do it now because now Hudson's old enough that he can just get up and walk around the house, you know? It's like, oh or like yeah. Adam came home the other day from home from work sick and was like, wanna bang? I was like, what? no, I have stuff that, like, I'm still doing the stuff I need to do, you know, like for, yeah. for being at home, cleaning the house, like getting stuff done. He's like, oh, come on. And also like, why is it the guys think they can just say, want to bang? And all of a sudden we're going to be like, <laughs> oh yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Like, I want you to do an impression of Adam in your brilliant English accent of him. I don't know. I can't. <laughs> You can't. Wanna bang? I don't know. <laughs> Do you want to bang? If he was posh, oh, you not? But no, yeah. it's like finding the time. And then this idea, like once you have kids, you have to have like a sex schedule because, you know, otherwise you won't find the time to do it. And then it's awkward because you're not in the mood to have sex when you're not in the mood to have sex. But yeah. men also expect you to just be in the mood whenever they're in the mood. <laughs> Well, which which is all the time in my experience. But do you not find that it becomes an extra thing on your to-do list? Like for me, it's like, right, okay, well, can I just finish this before? And Chris is like, you suck all the romance out of the situation. (laughs) That's spontaneity. It's like, well, no, I can do it, you know, between quarter to three and three o'clock. And then I've got to pick up the kids. Like, (laughs) Yeah, but see, like, you guys are at least at home alone for, like, an hour. Mm, Well, we've got Fox. Oh, right. Yeah. And then the baby's, like, and then you're, like, almost there, and the baby starts crying. You're like, oh, forget it. (laughs) (laughs) Been there, done that. But also, I just wanted, when I had Hudson, and I also have a really good friend here, um, it was a, it wasn't for a long time after I had Hudson that we tried, but when we did, I found it extremely painful, like, so painful mm-hmm. that I was like, nope, not doing it. And it was a huge right. rift in our marriage for a while. And I ended up going to my gynecologist and just saying, you know, this is what's happening. I'm really in pain. Is something wrong? And what she found out when she, you know, whatever, 
is that I was having like stress from having a baby. I was so, my body was so scared because my birth was so traumatic that anytime anything went near my area that it tensed up. And she's like, you have to let yourself like mentally and emotionally heal. And pretty much she was like, go have a massive glass of wine and then see what happens. Wow. <laughs> but I was nursing Hudson at the time. And, you know, again, sex was just the last, I didn't care that much. Like it was the last thing on my list and it was painful and I didn't want to do it. But so if you're having issues like that, don't, you know, it could honestly be something that you need to see a doctor about. Um and it's normal. I know plenty of people who have had issues post having babies with just making it work. So, yeah, um, I think I think you do. There's 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 a huge amount of change, um, both physically but emotionally. Like you you have got this. Well, I had really low self esteem, and I, you know I felt strangely. I've mentioned before to you, like I felt the most confident about my body when I was pregnant because I've always I've never had like a super flat stomach but then when you have a baby and it's like rock hard I was like yes this feels good I feel really (laughs) confident and then when the baby was gone it was even worse than it had been before there are so many things after birth that are different Mm -hmm. your Um, body like you said your body totally changes and it's really hard to get used to that and then the little voice in the back of your head that says your husband's not gonna or your partner's not gonna find you attractive anymore and you believe that voice and then all of a sudden you don't want to have sex because you don't want any you don't want him to see your body you know Mm -hmm. and I'm totally guilty of that like yesterday Adam walked into the closet I was getting dressed and I like ripped my towel up over me he's like what are you doing I was like I don't want you to see me naked (laughs) Yeah. Like, what are you I talking know. about? You know, and it, I, and I was like, I guess that is weird, but it's just, it's okay to have those feelings. It's okay that your sex life has changed. But again, sex is important in a relationship. And, you know, that's something that you should definitely talk to your partner about. Chris, as most men, I imagine, would be happy all the time to suggest it with every like second that we have free on the very rare occasion. Sometimes I just want to sit down and have a cup of tea. Mm. <laughs> like I would rather just like sit and watch a program and snuggle on the sofa. But I feel like, again, I get that guilt of not that I'm doing it reluctantly. Of course, I just feel that sometimes I have to recognize that there's more than just me in the relationship. And actually, mm. you know, if that's, if that's what he wants for sort of love and affection, yeah. I'll, I'll be more than happy to, participate (laughs) yeah and I don't know about you but for me it's like I I'm like you I really never want to because I'm tired Mm -hmm. I'm just in a phase right now where I'm always tired and I'm just worn out and again I'm overtouched but when it does happen I'm always like actually I'm kind of glad we did that (laughs) you know what I mean like thanks Adam because I didn't even know that I needed that and it does when when we do it then I we you know we I want I like naturally just want to cuddle with him afterwards I'm like this is nice way to be close to you without just sitting on the couch yeah. watching TV. But also that doesn't mean do it all the time. Cause let me tell you, it's sparse at our house. <laughs> <laughs> Mama's too tired. <laughs> As always, I would really like people's comments. Um, I really want to hear other people's experiences. Um, and 
whether they be funny, serious, or concerning. I would love to hear them all. Make sure you follow us over at the underscore crash test underscore mummies, or you can add us individually at, at our tiny diaries or at race kind. We love hearing from you guys. Thank you so much for all the reviews and the five star likes. That means so much. And if you are listening to us on Apple, please take five seconds and give us a like and a review because it makes all the difference in the world for us over here busting our butts to get this podcast out for you guys and we will see you next tuesday have a great week guys